welcome to a brand new episode of the Traction Podcast. I'm Tom and joining us today is also John. How are you, John? I'm very good, thanks, Tom. How are you? Oh, I'm over the mood because we're going to be talking about one of our favourite games of the minute, I think that's fair to say, which is yes. Art of Rally. And uh, for those who don't know, we'll just dip in why we think you should get into it. But I'm extra ready today, John, because I've got my Retro Rally t-shirt on. Oh, uh, nice. 6R4 a, and everything. Yeah, I've got a rally-themed mug. I've got my McLean Rally, Classic Rally calendar uh, as well. So I'm fully in the uh, Out of Rally, Retro Rally mindset. Um, getting in the zone. And I think behind you, unless... You might not be able to see it or not. There's a couple of rally car models behind John as well. Quite we'll obviously, you won't, listeners will definitely not be able to see this, but <laughs> viewers might be able to see this. Uh, we've got the the Gronholm uh, Richard Burns Peugeot 206. We've got a Lancia. We're we're fully in rally mode today, Tom, and I think that's a good we thing because I know are. me and you are probably two of the biggest rally fans in traction. Sad but true, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not very often us rally fans get to talk about our hobby because it's not the most socially acceptable sport and it's actually quite difficult and nerdy to get into, I would say. Uh, but which is one of the reasons why Art of Rally is so good, because it sort of uh, glorifies and romanticizes uh, rally through the history and puts it into sort of a cool, accessible, hipster indie release. So if, for those who don't know, and I think there might be quite a few listening, actually, uh, John, could you explain Art of Rally in a, in a basic term to the layperson? So Art of Rally, for those of you who don't know, is basically a top-down arcade racing game. So it's not a serious sim. It's not kind of your standard arcade racer like you, you might expect from other titles. This is this is a cool, kind of slightly different view, top-down racer. It is rallying in a sense that you're racing against the clock on stages, but there's no co-driver. So it's a little bit different. It's more focused on that kind of retro arcade feeling that you might get in the 80s and 90s going to arcades where things are very simple. You've got one goal in mind. But honestly, as you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll come to hear about this, this is a very fascinating game with lots of different angles to it. And uh, yeah, the main thing is the aesthetic as well. Would you say it's best played with a controller? In fact, I'm not sure you can use yes. a wheel. You can use a wheel. You can use a wheel. Right. And I tried it. And I, to be honest, I haven't spent much time with it. So, I mean, I would have to try again to see if it could get the most out I of it. But honestly, I mean, it's, it's pick up and play with a controller. And to be honest, you don't need more than a controller. Yeah. And this game came out originally on PC only, September 2020. And you can get it from Epic, GOG and Steam. Um, but it just came out on the day of recording uh, for Xbox One, which obviously is backwards compatible with the Xbox Series, and the Nintendo Switch, and the PlayStation 4 version is coming very, very soon. I'm not sure why. There's no date on that at the minute, um, but we're working on that behind the scenes and traction. So at some point soon, we will have a written review for the console version. Um and so this is why we're talking about it today, because, hey, it's now available to look a way bigger pool of people. There's also been addition of some Kenya stages to all versions, including those who already have it on PC, which is uh, six stages, four new cars and a free roam. So there'll be, a, by the time this podcast goes up, there'll also be a video on the Traction.gg YouTube channel where John will be playing it. Uh, that's sort of weird back to the future stuff, right? Are you looking forward to the video that's already out? I'm anyway. looking forward to the video you've already seen, but you'll know if I'm actually happy or not. I might be talking about the, the amazing this is going to be, and then actually you've just seen me talk about how rubbish it was. And maybe you'll recognize this T-shirt, who knows. But yeah, I'm very much looking forward to trying it. I mean, Rally Kenya for me, I, I was a bit too young to really enjoy it at the time, but I've gone back and watched all of the Safari rallies I can on YouTube. YouTube. And obviously we've got 2021 rally, uh, Safari rallies back in a slightly different format. But honestly, it's it, you know we talk about the magic of this game, which we'll come on to 
but you know rally rally safari is probably the definition of magic when it comes to rallying because it's just so unique and so special yeah. so i can't wait to try it although you guys will have a better idea of whether i like it or not <laughs> yeah that's really weird uh because of the timings anyway uh yeah this is by this is by a solo uh developer uh june or the company that that he has founded to create these games because he also did absolute drift he's called fun selector and i think there's been some uh assistance with the console ports just just to be clear uh so that's sort of the outline context why do you think it's so special why does it have a, a place in your heart john where do we start i mean i think for me the love for art of rally comes for the love from the love of rally i think this is a game for motorsport rallying purists uh, who just love their classic cars who love the idea of being at one with a stage and a car. I think that's where it starts. Because, I mean, obviously this game is as much about the aesthetic as anything else, but they've obviously backed it up with physics that are, to a point, enjoyable for anyone coming in. So that basically what you've got is it's, it's like a, it, almost like a work of art that you can actually enjoy live rather than just viewing. You're actually part of this work of art. And that, I mean, that sounds very dramatic. And obviously the name of the game is Art of Rally. So it, it kind of instantly gives you those that vibes. But honestly, from, from, from a starting point of view, it comes from a pure love of rallying. And I think right. it captures the hearts of anyone who's in that kind of mindset. Yeah, uh, that's basically the same for me, clearly with the, the, the apparel that I'm wearing at the minute. I'm clearly addicted to the VHS Rally's YouTube channel. That's all I do in my spare time. Yeah, I don't get out much at the minute. Um, especially during lockdown, a lot of old Rally videos was um, a big help. And this game encapsulates that feeling. Uh, but you can actually play it. I, I would say also that the, the other uh, reason why I really like this game so much and why it's captured quite, quite a lot of people on PC before it came to console was the sort of overall aesthetic and the look and the feel. It's not going for realism. It's going for charm. I'm not going to say cartoonish or anything like this or shell shaded, which is easy for me to say. But uh, it's it's definitely vibrant and colourful, and not the sort of typical dowdy serious rally game. Yeah, definitely. It's it's like someone's gone over all of the models with a with a fine paintbrush and just yeah. there's something about it that you can't really explain what the graphics are as you say it's not as if they're really high quality or they're the, mm. you know the most realistic cars you'll ever see but it's it's done so that all of it you could just look at you could look at the game without playing it and still think it was amazing and yeah. i think the interesting thing for me about that is obviously fun selector made absolute drift beforehand and that was a fun game to play but the aesthetically there wasn't too much to it it was all very it was very blocky and simple colors it was more about the the mechanics of drifting and and the the intrigue from that game was more about the camera angle and the physics and the way it drove but not necessarily the aesthetics even though there was a clear style so what our rally's done is is basically taken this blank canvas and sent people out with a paintbrush and gone right okay make this thing beautiful and i think that's encapsulated with the weather changes the locations and uh, you know basically the whole game is oozing with charisma as you were saying a character yeah, yeah there's there's also really high uh, attention to detail you know when you're in norway there's like timber clad buildings you're in japan there's cherry blossoms there's these little fans that run on the stage like a, an old <laughs> rally video right like like completely really dangerous but they always move out the way don't there's like fake sponsors uh, with nice uh, livery designs on the vehicles. So, yes, there's the overall like, oh, it's a cool sort of top-down view. It's got the vibrant colours, like you say there. There's also like these weird small details, which really 
if it adds all those up, it brings it together as one holistic experience. Definitely. And you know, as you say, the, the first thing you probably notice when you play the game is the, the little people. I wouldn't even call them people. They're just little cubes. They're blocks. cute yeah. blocks that have a voice in some way because they kind of go, ah, like, like we sport when you miss a golf shot or something. Oh, just they like have that. this yeah. little reaction or when you throw a bowling ball behind you and it hits the people. Anyway, the... The, yeah, the, the first thing you probably notice when you play the game is this, because you're going straight towards a crowd of people and they all just beautifully part the way. It's a bit like if you've ever seen Group B footage of you know the Audi Quattros and Peugeot 205s yeah. uh, driving through those massive crowds of Portugal and it's basically like parting the seas and you get that that kind of effect with this game as well. The thing I love as well, Tom, about the, the aesthetic is or the way it's designed is that you actually really do feel the depth. It's something I talked about in another kind of rally game of sorts recently, Dirt 5, where they, they managed to bring the vibrancy and the color, but also the depth of field. So, so if you feel like you're in a vast area with lots of height and mm. you get a sense of, of, I guess, gravitas when you're actually there and you feel like you're at the high point or the low point. And Art of Rally somehow manages this as well. I don't know if it's because it's, it's not quite top down, is it? It's, it's slightly no, it's an from angle. an angle. And that Might gives you symmetric, anyway. right, yeah, and that gives you that perspective. So when you're, you know, racing on Mount Akagi in Japan, you can tell how high up the mountain you are, and you get this feeling of vastness when you reach the top, and kind of everything's exposed. So there's, they've just got the details spot on. Yeah, and for those listening to the audio version, if you visit the Traction.gg YouTube channel, there's quite a few videos where Johnny's playing it and trying to trying to break some world records, um, and in, indeed successfully beating a world record. I'm going to do something that's quite mean now. John, have you looked at the leaderboard recently? <laughs> no, but I did say, at the end, and I'm defending myself before you even attack me here, Tom. Well, no, 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 I'm not attacking you. Do you no, think no, you I'm, are no, still you're the world record holder? Me. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh, yeah, yeah, sadly not. Sadly no. not. But I mean, I, I did, like, I did like say... Think, Sorry, on. on you go, on you go. I'd like to think that your video, because it's been relatively popular, has inspired people to try and beat you, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I think that almost would break the illusion because people would people. I mean, you could tell when you, if you watch the videos that I, you know, I'm not natural at these games. I'm with with art of rallying specifically. I know how 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 to rally. I've done it with a wheel a lot, but I don't really know my way around the mechanics of a controller and physics that way. So it did take me a long time. And if you've watched the videos, you'll know just how long it took me. It was it was uh, as much an endurance event as a sprint event. But I did say in the video once I'd got the world record that I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if by the time the video went live or by the time anyone put a couple of hours into it, they could beat me. So, yeah, that... that I don't know. I think you're come. putting yourself down too much there, John. I think a world record is a world record, regardless. <laughs> Everybody on that leaderboard has taken a lot of time to get there. So it's not like they just turn up, but, oh, there we go. World record, job done. Very specific uh, set of circumstances. If anyone listening wants to try and get anywhere close, John's time was a 2.46.461. It's on the NASA Highland in a Group A in the rain. The uh, Well, it's not a Subaru, is it? I can't remember the name of the car. I'll call yep. it Subaru. Uh, oh, I've forgotten as well. I should That's know okay. it because I saw it a million times in the leaderboard. I know, yeah, yeah. Up, but I somehow managed to forget it. You've erased it, still, it from so. your memory because it's not. <laughs> you'll have nightmares otherwise. Well, That's speaking it. of cars, they're all throwbacks to real-life rally cars, but none of them are licensed. Now, normally you'd say... Or maybe there might be some pithy comment on the co in the on the internet somewhere like, "Oh, these are not licensed cars." But in this game, it's done in a really neat way, where each car has a, a, a livery that represents what it have in real life, and also a name that's sort of a pastiche of what it should be, which gives the game a certain charm or charisma, as you said, John. I mean, do you have any favourite uh, car names in the game? I mean, in terms of names. You know, I, lo I love Das Whip and Das Uber Whip, the the BMWs. Yeah, I think the, the thing, the, you know, the the Cosi, 
because I, I mean I, I do love that because I don't think anyone's ever first launched the game in the car list and not laughed as they've been looking through them like you know the yeah. turbo brick for the Volvo um, which you know you could describe as a, a brick or a sofa or something like that yeah. but yeah they, they, they're really clever they haven't just gone you know instead of calling it a Volvo we'll call it a, a Volvo or something like that you know yeah, they've been the a thing. bit more creative and, and I think whoever had that job must have had a field day and I would love to have been the first person to read the, the initial suggestions because that's huge amounts of fun kind of remind, reminds me of the Gritters I don't know if you've ever heard of the Gritters in Scotland but they've all been given crazy ridiculous names and uh, stuff like that okay. um, but I, either way totally off topic um, actually no Gritters have got something to do with rallying because of snowy conditions so i guess i can find a way of getting in there no the uh, in terms of the names <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i would agree I, I more say there's like certain cars that stand out to me rather than the names specifically right. because the names are all really really good for me it's the inclusion of group s because yep. you can do it in this game because you don't need to have cars that raced an official world rally championship it has that freedom to it to be able to develop things and obviously a lot of these group s cars for those of you who don't know group s was the follow-up to group b which never happened because group b got cancelled it was too dangerous it was cancelled around mid 86 when uh, sadly henry Toivonen was killed and it was replaced with group a which came in in 1987 but the group s cars of course you know how motorsport works these cars were already being developed ready for mm -hmm. the 1987 season presumably or whenever the, the regulations were going to change so what our rally has done is taken all of these ideas and some cars that were built some cars that were probably almost built but not quite and has, has put them in the game so that we can all enjoy them and for me that's just a, a magic nugget of rallying that yeah. was just lost to the world that we can now have a go at with all the cool noises and the cool aesthetics and that is the big thing for me tom yeah and just to clarify um when we're when John's saying like Group B and Group S and Group A and stuff, that's the sort of term for the rule set within the WRC or the World Rally Championship at the time. And Group B was this crazy, spectacular era from which the car I'm wearing this T-shirt uh, of is from. And like you say, Group S was going to follow that. Yeah, seeing the rarer cars is a real like with the names and the car list itself. It's clear that this is coming from a place of rally passion, if that makes sense. So. You know, June clearly really knows his stuff. He's been watching just as many rally YouTube videos as we have, I think. And that's evident in the in the car list. Um for me as well, like some of the liveries are really cool. Like you mentioned the Cosy, uh, and by default you can unlock more designs as you go through the game. Uh, but it's Malcolm Wilson's classic Michelin uh livery, yeah. uh the Lancia Stratos or the the wedge as it's known in the game. That's uh Alitalia, the famous uh, Italian uh what would you call it? Play, I was going to say plane company. What would you, just travel Honestly, company? I don't even know what Alitalia is. I just know that they're... They're, they're like an easy Italian, jet of Italy. Right, okay. That makes sense. I just yeah, know them as the Italian rallying sponsor. Or racing <laughs> yeah. Sponsor, right? They've got that classic livery and without the names, th these designs are, are in the game. And then when you're competing against the AI, uh, your rivals are like riffs on real rally drivers' names. Again, you <laughs> wouldn't know this if, you, if you're not a rally fan. But like Timo Salah as opposed to Timo Salonen and Beyond, I'm going to have to read this out. Uh, Gardewalk? Gardewalk, I think it is. It's, it's uh, a Waldegard. It's Gardewalk. Yeah, exactly. So, that. Michelle Mutin. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. And there are all these little little small details, like we say, uh, that build up for, for rally nerds like us, we know. Uh, one of the achievements in the game, uh, where if you get terminal damage, it's called Samir, which that's a classic <laughs> YouTube rally clip. If you put Samir rally in YouTube of a co-driver, losing their mind because the drivers disobeyed them. Um, so that's sort of the charm. 
But ultimately, that doesn't hold up if the gameplay isn't good, in my opinion. But thankfully, the majority of it is really good in our running. Absolutely. And it, it probably at this stage does sound like we are just like, maybe we're we're selling this game or something because yep. we, we both have a lot of time for it. And we will come to, obviously, it's not perfect. But in terms of the, the physics, what you expect from an arcade racer, you know, expect something that's easy to manage for anyone can pick up and play. Um, but what you expect from a rally game that's trying to kind of, I guess, capture the soul of rallying is it's got to be challenging. It's got to be demanding. And somehow they've managed to kind of walk the, the line here and 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 make a game that fits both like it does take time to get used to you know the first few stages you will be spinning a lot you will be visiting a lot of trees you will be misjudging yeah. your jumps i mean even now i'm still misjudging the odd jump uh, and as you will see in the video when you if you watch the world the world record attempt when i was really pushing it's uh, there's a lot of trees being hit and a lot of mistakes being made but they've made it in a way that you can naturally slide the car into the corner and use real rallying techniques with a controller that's manageable for anyone you know it, it's like We'll, we'll have this complex driving style that someone could use in real life and we'll create a, a physics system where you can your inputs in the controller that anyone could do in the way you steer the car will actually make the car slide in a way that it would in real life if that makes it's it's i don't know how they've done it but it's really really impressive and the main thing for me about it is how satisfying it actually feels yeah yeah i would say the feeling is authentic um but it's still approachable and so it's one of those games that really straddles the balance very well between two realms, although I think attraction in general, we don't necessarily agree there are, agree there are two realms because we cover everything, right? Uh, but Art of Rally is um, a really satisfying handling model because, that, like you say, and I think one of the reasons for that is there is a challenge to it. And just like you, I was in the trees and the shrubs and the, and the uh, upside down fair amount at the start, misjudging the jumps, especially because... Uh, like you said earlier, there's no paste notes. So thanks to the angle of the camera, though, you can see quite far ahead. It still takes time to learn the game and go, oh, OK, if I go flat over a jump that kind of looks like that, I might completely miss the next corner. So there's a, there is a learning curve there. And what I would also say is, yeah, sometimes I found that I was tank slappering down the stage at first especially in an old rear-wheel drive car from trying to catch a slide. It was very easy to overcorrect and then end up in the in the ditch to the left or the, or the right, as it might be. But that's fine because you get you get used to it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, on that one, at all, I, like, even yesterday, I was playing out of rally at lunchtime just to kind of, it's the first time I played it in a few days. So I just wanted to remind myself before coming on here. And I was driving uh, La Sync, which was, of uh, course, the Renault 5. And even with the Renault 5, you know, uh, and with all the, the amount of time I've put into the game, I've now got a world record, et cetera, et cetera. I was still having tank slappers coming out of hairpins and stuff. You know, I'd put the power down, lose the back end. And once you get off that road and try and get back on, you find yourself snaking along a little, you know, for, for a yeah. little bit of the road. So that is something that even when you have played the game for, for quite a few hours, not just the first few stages, you will still be suffering from that specific issue. Yeah, the, that reminds me, though, that each card does feel different, which is a key thing. Uh, sometimes, in a, you know, people might have a, it's a wrong perception, but a perception of, oh, it's not a sim, so every car kind of feels the same. Well, here, they, they sound different, they behave different, the engine characteristics are different, the way that they deliver the power and the handling is nuanced. And that Renault 5, for example, is a mid-rear-engined car, rear-wheel drive, or it might even be just an out-and-out rear-engined car. So when that pendulum swings, oh, my word, yeah, it can be quite difficult, but then you play something else on a different surface, let's say asphalt as opposed to gravel, you can, you can really tell a difference. So there is a, a lot of time and effort on 
the way the game drives. And so you, ultimately you can have the nicest looking, prettiest rally nerd game of all time. But if the core gameplay isn't up to snuff, it isn't, it doesn't have longevity, but, but thankfully here Art of Rally does. And that's probably ultimately the main reason why I, I enjoy it so much. Yeah, with so many cars to choose from, you never run out of, of new experiences because I, I find the same thing as you. When I was working through the career mode, which we will come on to shortly, um, I was wanting to try each car at least once, but I couldn't yeah. get through it. There's just too many. And every time I drove a different car, I would get different handling characteristics. As you say, some, certain cars would feel heavier and maybe more cumbersome and more understeery, but then I wouldn't get the same instability. Like with the Renault, as you say, the back end would swap so quickly with a short wheelbase um, and the way the, the weight distribution was with that car, it made it tricky to drive. Same with the likes of the Mini, but then it was so nimble in the, in the twisty yeah. stuff when you had to get through chicanes. So exactly you know, 100%, you, you can feel it for sure. And it's actually accurate to the car you're driving. Yeah, you mentioned Korea there, so let's just touch upon the, the modes that are in the game. There's obviously time trial, as John used to have a world record in. Sorry, I said used to. I'll just rub salt into the wound. So. Do you know? Did you actually see what position I was in now, Tom? Did you check this? Have you done oh, your research? Well, all I could see was the top 10, and you weren't in the top 10. Sorry. Not in the top 10? Oh, no. well. That oh, well, let's, I mean, go, let's, let's, let's get the, the dagger out. I think the quickest time is now 10 seconds quicker. Over right. 10 seconds quicker, that doesn't surprise insane. me that much, but it's still, I mean, you can still have to pull the dagger out afterwards. I'm, I'm giving you all this grief. And I'm, bring, bring, I'm bringing it up multiple times. I'm so sorry because I'm nowhere even close to your time. So um, at least you can you can hold on to that, that you are the fastest traction team member. So maybe we should make a award for that. Have you got any um, tinfoil? Anyway. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, mode, so, that, so you can do time trial against all, all tracks and there's an online leaderboard. That will be, I believe, uh, cross-platform online leaderboards as well. So there might be even a bigger pool to for people to beat you in. I mean, uh, compete against John. Um, and then there's also going to be, there's also a, a career mode. And then there's also a free room mode. And there's weekly and daily challenges uh, as well. So just on the career mode, I think we should dip into that because I think that's where most people will spend most of their time unless you're trying to get some records. This is where you sort of start off with the oldest cars and you end up with the newest cars in the game or quickest cars in the game. And you play through a series of stages and challenges, which is all good fun. And that's how you unlock the majority of the content in the game. Have you played that much? I have, yeah. I've not made it all the way through because I, I actually started the career mode after I'd already done the, the world record attempt video. So so <laughs> I am I am now... to how much Alta Valley you could play in a, in a week. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm about, I'd say I'm probably about a third of the way through. I'm definitely... I've reached the early 80s now, as I was saying with the Renault 5. So um, we're getting there. And yeah, it's, I, I do like the way, Tom, with the, the car progression that it's a bit different. They, they've made it so that the cars get newer, but they also add power and make them faster so that mm. even in real life if group b was actually quicker than than the group a's after it they've kind of adjusted it a little bit so that you you're you're getting newer but also the game's getting more challenging and the cars are getting faster as you go through it's subtle because they still feel accurate for the car but yeah. but you get that increased st the better stage times the, the less reaction time stuff like that yeah i think it's clear that we've been going for nearly half an hour now and be really effusive about the game so we really enjoy it but there are you know it's not it's not a perfect game what game is perfect, let's be honest. But there's a few little niggles. For me, the career is it is just one stage after another, and then you unlock stuff. There's no like, oh, you've earned some money, and you're going to have to repair your vehicle through this, or upgrade a vehicle, or buy a new vehicle. It's just you do well in a rally, you unlock the next rally, and you unlock the next car to do the next rally. Okay, there's going back on the... on. First of all, the design of the career menu is really cool, like little Polaroid pictures, which is, again, retro throwback. And at the bottom, 
there's like a gold bar and if you win all the stages that's that's filled so even if you finish first and unlock the next step you might be tempted to go back and go oh but i kind of want to get quickest on every stage or something like this um so it's fine and i, I don't really want to necessarily to have like this big xp level to go up a lot and microtransactions be thrown in there but i feel like there could be a little bit more because it is one after another, which is fine for me as a rally fan because unlocking the cars is the main bit. But if you're not, a little of this, the uniqueness might be missing a little bit for you. I would agree. I would agree. And the fact that, you know, as the game, as you, the more you play and the more you realize how linear it is, and obviously you've got car repairs and stuff like that, which adds something, but it's, it, as you say, it's the same every rally, even if yeah. you've got interest within each rally. And because of that, I think that the the more you play the more likely you are to get tired of it but also the rallies get longer so it's kind of a you know, it almost exaggerates that even more because you're yeah. like okay i've just finished a rally i'm a bit tired of that now and oh the next one's another stage longer or it's another yeah. event longer and yeah it does be it can begin to grate a little bit especially when you're locked into the same car for a certain amount of stages because you just want to try all the different cars and mm. um, so yeah there is an element of that definitely yeah the, and the free run mode is really quite interesting though it does add some variety, although it's not really part of the main career. It's like a separate thing. But for each sort of area, so let's say Kenya, for example, which is new um, as we're recording, uh, obviously there are multiple stages designed or levels or tracks, you might call them, to go through. Uh, but really, I think behind the scenes, the, the developers sort of had to make this world of roads and then from that pick off what was going to be the stages. But you can, in this game, you can actually play that entire world free roam drive around and you have to collect classic uh, cassettes there are scenes where you can take a picture of you have to collect uh, some of those by finding them by driving around and also the word rally big letters r-a-l-l-y are, are in the level like a tony hawk game or something yeah that's that's good fun the free roam mode like it, it's, it's more of a relaxed environment you can get used to a different car and it's it's just fun doing some exploring really i mean it does you don't want to play it for too long but the, the nice thing is they, they put the map there as well so you can see exactly where you are and there is unique yep. unlockables from the free roam mode which gives you a reason to play it and therefore anything's enjoyable when there's something to gain at the end of it right uh so i, yep. I do like the free roam mode yeah um the other slightly odd thing i would say is I mean, we're, we're clutching at straws here because we both really like it. But um, if you've got that, like I was playing through just a career race uh, rally this morning, just on the normal, medium, whatever the standard default difficulty is, I finished a three-stage rally. There were quite short stages. And I finished second in the rally by 30 seconds, which, fair enough, I might be a bad driver. But I still finished second, way above everyone else. And I think third was over a minute behind me. And so while in, like, night, I was in a... A 70s rally car in that era the gaps at the end of the rally were quite large which is kind of cool but i'm playing just three short stages so it felt like the timing of the ai could be maybe refined a little bit yeah i think that it's hugely dependent on difficulty as well and that's yeah. where they make a mistake because what, what they've done is the harder the difficulty is the fact the ai get not only faster but more consistent and less likely to make a mistake right. so what you're left with is if you're fast enough to race in the hardest difficulty it's awesome because you do have a lot of drivers at the top end but they're still making mistakes and it's not as if it's the same drivers winning every stage so you've got that realistic feeling to it because it feels like you know if i'm if i come third in a state every stage would be consistent i might even win the rally because the people around me might make mistakes at some point however as i say when you lower the difficulty they not only become slower but less consistent mm. so you could have them at the right speed 
for you, but you only have one competitor who doesn't make a big mistake. So what would be good is if they had a kind of medium difficulty speed for someone who was still getting up to speed or not quite at the kind of faster level of the game yet, but at least has more than one rival or less people making mm. mistakes. And that's where you've got that void. Yeah. So I think they, they tried something quite cool. But maybe if there was two separate sliders for consistency and speed, that might sit, fix that. It gets a bit messy, but yeah, that's definitely something. Yeah, and the the game is being continually involved even now as we approach uh, just shy of a year of its initial release. Uh, it wasn't like early access or anything. It was finished and released, and they just keep adding new stuff to it. So And now new devices. So that, that could, everything we've said there could change in the future as well. So it's definitely... Uh, not finished with. In fact, there is a little teaser on their website, on the game website, which, oh, it's the update notes actually, where they're still working on new environments. Whatever it might be, might be tropical themed next time. So, even if you play it now, there's going to be more in the future, which is cool. Well, I think, John, that just about covers it for Art of Rally. Um, I feel like, I, what I hope is a lot of people who aren't into rally games can approach this because it's a smaller more affordable title it looks cool and doesn't have pace notes is that fair absolutely um it's, it's a game that anyone can get into but real rally fans will will have a uh, you know a, yeah. will make a connection with basically yeah so if you're not into rally i would still recommend it because it's a good game in its own right and it's cool and it looks amazing and drives well and then maybe use it as a sort of tool to learn a bit more about the crazy weird sport of rally get on that vhs rally's youtube channel watch some old stuff because it's it's brilliant and then that will fully envelop you in the world of art of rally um it's out now on pc and the platforms like we say and switch xbox stay tuned to the traction.gg website because we will have something for when the playstation version hits as well because i know a lot of people are are asking for that because it's a very popular platform and otherwise Check out John's videos on YouTube for the game. Any particular highlight one other than the world record? Or is that the one that people should just dip into straight away, do you think? I think I think the the fir- this first video I did on Art of Rally when I was uh, that was a big one for me because I didn't expect to love it just as much as I right. did. So I think you can see my yeah. excitement level as it goes through, just getting higher and higher. Of which then I, I then went on, of course, to do a follow up, which was really good fun as well on Alancia. Um, so I'd say that yeah, the, the early ones you can really see how excited they they made me for the game. But hopefully we'll have much more to come. Yeah, so like I say, traction.gg website is a hub for that, but we'll put links to the in the description on audio and video platforms, wherever you're listening or watching to this podcast, uh, there'll be a quick link for you to check out John's work there. And like I say, the Kenyan update is also out today if you already have the game on PC, and we'll be having uh, a video of that you can watch as well. And otherwise, that's basically it for our to rally. It's really good, and we really like it. So go out and buy it if you haven't already. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Please do follow and subscribe on the podcast audio platforms. It really helps our podcast out. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment below if you've tried this game before or not, or if you're looking forward to it, or if we've uh, maybe changed your mind or tempted you. Uh, Like and subscribe there too. And don't forget to follow Traction on social media. It's at TractionGG. Otherwise, keep it pinned.